0: Hey everyone, welcome to Joe Myers podcast, day two, (laughs) or episode two. So here with you, everyone today, so thank you for joining me, for those who are listening out there, and taking this time to reflect on this weekend in preparation for the new week ahead, for the future, (laughs) Um, so hopefully everyone is, is thinking about that. I know it's been a very traumatic weekend With the recent riots Protests COVID-19 Destruction of our country (laughs) You know, you name it, it's happening right now At this time, right? Um, but where do I begin with that? So let's start with COVID-19 You know, over 100,000 deaths so far The death rate is climbing and climbing and climbing each week. And there's no stopping it right now. We don't have a a vaccine. We do have some antivirals that can help with those who have major symptoms. That's about it right now. It's important that we do what we're supposed to be doing, which many people are pushing back against as we speak. Simple things like wearing a mask, keeping your distance, not being in large groups. All these things people feel, hey, these go against our liberties, our rights. We should not be forced to do these things. That the virus is just a flu. That it's no big deal. Yeah, well, you know what? I guess there's no big deal until something happens to you, right? And then you see those exact cases today. Those people who say, Oh, well, I didn't really take it seriously until my mom died or until my dad died, my sister died, my brother died. Oh, I didn't really take it seriously, but now I take it seriously. Well, too late, right? Too late. You should have been paying attention to this. Okay, I'm not saying people need to live in fear. I'm not saying you need to run and bunker your head underneath the sand, but you need to do what you're supposed to do for the time being until we all get through this together. And people, some people, not everybody, some people refuse to do this, okay? I still see people in the stores now without masks, okay? I don't know if they have COVID-19. I don't know if they're breathing all over me, spitting their droplets over me, you know? And and frankly, they, they could care less if they are or not, right? They don't care. It's not their life, it's my life, right? I need to care about my life, all right? They don't appear to care. Right, so what do we do, right? Some of you may disagree with me on this. Some of you may say, "Oh, just just, you know, you're just scared. You know, it's just a big uh, hoax. It's a big conspiracy. You know, Um, you need to get over it, right?" Well, you know what? I'm not, because this has completely rocked our country. All right and they, there is no there is no going back okay there is no going back right now all right this virus you know you know obviously it came from china right we don't know the origin so to speak no one really has a clear idea of where it came from we don't know if it was made in some lab or no Weaponized to hurt the Western world or the world in general. We don't know that People like to speculate even our own government Like to speculate that they have proof that it was created in a lab We don't know if it came from the wet markets in China, which are basically these disgusting Markets that kill live animals You know I, I to be honest with you. I may sound really naive, but I didn't even know those things exist until I saw videos of that You know disgusting uh, someone cooking a dog in a, a, a fryer, you know, disgusting behavior. I cannot believe that, you know. And yeah, I should, I need to be a respecter of cultures because you know I'm an educated man. But that, those things that they were doing, were disgusting. I'm sorry, you know, bats, you know, live chickens, you know, all for the fact that you know what they can't eat their food like. Like we do, you know, I know we're a different country, you know Yeah, we, we're, I know you may say, well, we're not that much off, you know, we slaughter animals Look at how we slaughter our pigs and our cows and, and, you know, what we do And yeah, I agree with you, you know You know, we don't really have the most humane ways of killing animals How would we? You know, we're, we're, we're in a nation where we eat beef, chicken, you know, things that are animals, you know, I'm sorry not everybody can be a vegetarian, I'm sorry, you know, as much as we'd like to. But I personally i am sorry, I'm not a vegetarian, you know. Um, I don't plan to be either, you know. Um, I do care about the animals, obviously, but you know, it is my belief that animals were meant to be used as food. They're not meant to just roam the earth, you know. Certain animals, I would say. Not every animal, you know. I'm not gonna go eat a coyote or some wolf, you know? But certain animals are bred for food, you know? Um, Some people even have a problem with chickens, laying chickens and their eggs, you know? Eating eggs, you know? Yeah, I know it came from a chicken, right? You know, and there are humane ways for chickens to lay eggs. I'm not saying, you know, keep them cooped up in a pen, you know, all the time, but there's what's called, you know, obviously free range, you know? chickens out there so those are kind of things that we have to do to understand you know and many people you know don't you know this is just my opinion right some of you out there may say you know huh you know I don't want to get off topic here go back to COVID-19 but you know Over the next year or so, we're probably going to be stuck with this virus until a vaccine comes along. And let's see how many people end up taking a vaccine when it does get created. You know, let's see what, what if that happens, you know? Will it? Will people take it? Some people will probably straight out refuse, you know? And then what, right? Putting others' lives at risk, you know? Same thing with, you in my opinion, anti-vaxxers. People who feel like, oh, well, you know, I'm not gonna vaccinate my child, you know? My daughter's vaccinated. Yes, it's my belief that vaccinations do prevent illnesses, okay? They don't cause them. And it's very rare when they do. And there's studies that have been shown that vaccines are um, ways that people can control the spread of diseases and sicknesses by vaccines. That's where they're created. Okay. Some of you out there may, as soon as you hear me say that, you may say, "Well, he's," you know, "you may turn my my voice off." You know. So there's certain beliefs that you're gonna see. You know, I was grew I grew up with. You know, I I'm I'm 40 years old. Okay. All right. I grew up with parents. Believed in vaccines. I had vaccines as a child. I had vaccines most all my life. You know, I, I, to be honest, thank God, I rarely got sick. I probably equate that to having vaccines in my body. You know, obviously, I got normal things like chicken pox. You know, I never, I don't think I ever got the measles. I didn't get anything like mumps. Um, I didn't get any serious illnesses. You know, I was sick as a child growing up. I had seizures. Um, So that, I did have that, which I'm not sure why I did get those, even to this day. Not sure what caused those sicknesses. But medicine did help, you know. But like I said, we are probably not going to see a vaccine for at least a year, right? At least. You know, so we need to do our part, you know. And I'm not trying to make this a PSA about you know, oh, we, you know, about making this, you know, what we need to do. But there again, there's people out there who could not care less, right? Could not care less about what's going on with this COVID 19. You know, I know I've seen things on, you know, Facebook and Twitter and people putting videos and nurses putting postings about how you know what, you know, you know, they're upset and they're angry and everything like that. And, you know, I I saw some of them are really out there, you know, I'm sorry, you know. Um, Maybe you may see me as misinformed or maybe I just choose to be informed with the information where I feel that it's being truthful and not trying to get a reaction out of people to, to, steer them towards a certain way, right? People should be looking at the facts of what is going on, right? Which many people choose not to look at the facts. Many people choose to listen to other idiots out there provide information that are not factual. Same problems that were going on with COVID-19, right? I get it. There are leaders out there who you would think should know what they're talking about but they don't they don't they're idiots i'm sorry they shouldn't be idiots they should have all the resources at their fingertips for who they are like governors for instance you know we have the CDC. many people believe they're the enemy you know oh the cdc's just trying to hurt us yeah they're really trying to destroy the world right they're just really trying to affect our nation and to bring us down. For what What would be the purpose of that? Oh, to change governments, right? Oh, you know, the conspiracy theories out there get pretty crazy, all right? You know, they, pre- they get pretty crazy out there. So I'm, I'm not a stupid man, all right? I don't believe in conspiracy theories, all right? And people maybe say, well, maybe you should, you know, maybe you should believe in them. You know, there's some of them are truthful, like, the idea that Microsoft wants to implant chips in our brain through a vaccine. What kind of stuff is that? Oh yeah, that's, that's real believable, right? Yeah, that, that's, that's true, right? Right. Um, so, so again, really look into, read, pick up a book for crying out loud. Stop reading, going on Fox News or CNN for all your information. Pick up a book and get real data information about what is going on out there. You know, there are really good sources out there that you can pick up with valid information that's that's truthful, that has no reason to lie to be honest with you. We know for a fact that, you know, and I'm not, you know, saying one or the other like for instance Fox News, Fox, CNN, you know, there are they we have to remember they are entertainment They are not news. They are not here to bring you news. They are here to entertain you. They are here to give you um, dialogue. They're here to give you commentary. They're here to, you know, make you angry. They're here to put out their opinions. That's what they're here to do. That's why they're paid millions of dollars, you know, to do that. And it works because people go to them every single day putting their word as truth. Putting their word as if it's, if it's like, you know, it, it, if it's fact and it's not, right? It's not fact. So really think about, you know, really think about that. You know, what you're going to consider truth, fact, fake, you know? Unfortunately, we, we have what's going on in this country is we have disinformation going on. We have a lot of disinformation and I I see it every day. You know, you see it online, biggest place you can get disinformation because some of these bad actors out there who are providing this information genuinely have a reason to want us to, to fail, you know, to hurt us. Right. And we have to choose to either listen, ignore it or accept it. Right. So we have to really think about that. Many people choose to accept that information, use it, repeat it, and it gets and then eventually what happens? It becomes somewhat of a truth and it's not. Alright. So going switching gears for a second here, thinking about the recent riots, protests you know, thinking that everything's going on right now. Um, I live, again, um, San Bernardino County. It's about 45 minutes from Los Angeles. About 45 miles, so to speak. Either way. Um, So I'm I'm somewhat far away from the action. Luckily, I'm not over there. um, Because there's been, as you could probably see on the news, a lot has been taking place out there. People are rioting, people are destroying police cars, people are destroying buildings, people are looting, uh, people, uh, and it goes for both. It doesn't just go for the protesters, it goes for the police who are, obviously they're doing things too that are, are, are not right. You know, you see them spraying people with pepper spray, bulletproofing them, uh, or bullet uh, rubber bullets, excuse me, sending rubber bullets, affecting even journalists, people who are who are peacefully... There, right? And they're being affected, you know? So how does that help? How does looting, destroying property, fighting, how does all that add? Because you know what? To be honest, some people just want to watch the world burn. And I know I've seen it in a movie somewhere. I forget what movie it is. But some people generally want to watch the world burn. That's what they want. They want. They love seeing that destruction. They love seeing things go down. You know, there's been a lot of movies, and I'm a big movie buff, okay, um, out there. So I love movies, and some of what's in movies, yeah, does mimic reality sometimes. It's like, is this a movie or something? You know, is this a movie? And it, it kind of looks like it sometimes, right? Um. But it's not a movie. This is our lives. And it's getting worse. And it's getting worse every single day. Because it seems like nowadays, people have made it difficult for even to go outside without seeing somebody being looted. What's going to happen now? Somebody's going to break down my door and try to steal from me? You know, that, that's where we're at. We're, we're getting to those points, you know, it seems like it. Right? So, I, again, I'm not trying to live in fear, you know. I think we have to realize the situation, right? Realize what's happening. People are mad, not just about the recent killing, um, but people are mad about our situation, having over 40 million people out of work, COVID-19 destroying our country with over 100,000 deaths right now, which in the big picture of things, if you think we have about 320 million people, you know, what is that? You know, 100,000 people, you know, that doesn't, if you compare it to, you know, the amount of people we have in the United States, it doesn't seem like the very large number, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. 100,000 people is a lot of people, you know, but in the scope of like 320 million people living in this country, it's, it's a small percentage, but those are all important lives. Those are all lives out there that were lost due to this virus. So I am not saying that they're not important. I'm just saying that People out there like to downplay the importance of the COVID nineteen and the deaths. You know, it's unfortunate that people will just say comments like, "Well, you know, it's just a hundred thousand people." You know, yeah. Well, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of deaths. And those are those are. I will say this: they were probably could have been preventable deaths. Statistics has shown that if we had gotten or reacted to the virus back in January, we could have saved about 50,000 people already. Which, I, in my opinion, that's a big number. And the numbers keep going up and up and up and up and up as far as, you know, the deaths. We're not going again, we're not getting any kind of virus, uh, um, excuse me, um, vaccine for a while. But to add to what's going on, Adds to the pressure. People are mad. Um, you know, you have Black Lives Matters. You know, I'm not, obviously, a black man. I am... am I have Spanish and history. Um, I have family that's from Mexico, Puerto Rican, Polish. So I'm kind of mixed, you know. Um, if you were to look at my picture, which you probably find somewhere. Yeah, I have... I don't have, I'm not white skinned, you know, I have kind of a darker skin to me, so you can tell I'm not from Ireland or some, you know, you know um, European descent, yeah. or, um, so you could tell that, so I know what it means to be affected by, you know, racism, discrimination, because people obviously treat you better or less than because of that factor, right, it doesn't matter if I have a master's degree, which I do in business and a bachelor's. And I have years of, you know, other education of teaching and years of background in business. That does not even come into the equation when people look at you, right? It doesn't matter. You know, there's been people who've been discriminated against with racism, that have PhDs, that are doctors. And the people doing it could care less about what your background is. They're just looking at the color of your skin, right? So, you know, racism in this country is one of those factors that is not going to go away. People, it would be nice if tomorrow we woke up and racism racism was gone. Yeah, it would be nice, right? I mean, it would probably be in a happier place where people would be more accepting for one another. But it's not. And it's my belief is because racism has been happening so long in our country, in our world, you know, especially in, in, in my opinion, as the um, birth of our nation, you know how did you know, racism existed, not just with slavery, you know, but it existed in, in many other factors that has not gone away. You know We have a horrible history in the United States of how we treat people, you know, and it still has not stopped. You know, you think about the times where, you know, how we treated the black African-Americans, you know, segregation during those times. You know, I didn't obviously live in those times. Some of our grandparents did. Even some of our parents may have. But and they saw it, you know. And because of that history. It has not completely gone away, you know, and will it go away? Probably not. You know, people would have to change themselves to stop being racist, to stop thinking in that prejud- prejudiced kind of way, to to um, to really move on, right? And that's difficult because you know what happens: people take their prejudice, their racism, and they put it onto their family members. They bring it home with them. They teach their kids. The kids teach their kids and they teach kids their kids, you know, so it goes down the line, you know, so it all begins somewhere, you know, Um, as a a teacher, you know, I understand that, you know, I understand what kind of behaviors get passed down. Racism happens to be one of those. Now, it is possible that people say I'm not, I am not going to be a racist, I'm not going to do what my parents did, I'm not going to do what other people in my family did. And that is great, if they if they can get away from that. That's wonderful, you know, because we don't need that. It is my belief we have um, people within our own government who are racist. In fact, it could be even our own president, you know, I can't say for sure, uh, you know, people will automatically um, Claim to say he's a racist And other people will defend him You know And you know what I don't know You know he could be He does have racist tendencies To do things that um, Protect those who are White supremacists You know and there's been Some history from what I've seen And heard That you know his Even his own father Was linked um, To white supremacy You know so who knows Right But I'm telling you right now, you see differences in leaders and how they treat people of all nations. They don't treat them equally. Some do. And those are the ones who I feel were brought up to respect diversity. Respect those um, people of different colors, races, ethnicities, all shapes and sizes, you know. So that's the kind of mentality we need to have. But... It's not gonna be easy and it's not gonna be something that's gonna happen overnight, you know. You know, these are hard topics to talk about with people, you know, because they're very touchy. Some people have their own ideologies about what they feel is racist, some people feel like what I would feel racist is not racist from another person, you know? So that's where the whole disconnect happens, is because I'm not expecting To have to for somebody to feel the same way, exactly the same way I do, right? But racism is pretty clear cut, I think, in a way of how it happens to be with how you're going to treat a certain race, you know, especially blacks or African Americans, you know. Um, And then right now, with the COVID 19, you know, we have forms of racism towards Asians, as far as like we're blaming them you know and it doesn't even matter if they're not if they're from china or not we're just blaming them you know and we've seen horrible horrific displays of hate everywhere due to that reason you know so don't practice that do not bring that practice into this world walk the other way you have every ability to walk the other way it's not so easy for somebody who's being acted upon by racism to just turn turn another cheek and just keep walking Usually those people who are coming after them are very physical, verbally, and physical with them. You know, sometimes you've seen people, especially today, get spit in their face, you know, disgustingly, spit in their face over, you know, just walking down the street. they were minding their own business, doing nothing. But it just so happens, you know, maybe they're Asian. And may, they might not even be Chinese, but it doesn't really matter, you know, because somebody out there is going to lump them all into it. Same thing goes with the races of Latinos, right? Yeah, you know, I I have a Salvadorian wife, okay? And, you know, the amount of disgust that I see that treated against her in places because people think she's Mexican, you know, it doesn't even matter, you know? She's Salvadorian, a completely different country, but people don't care. People are like, oh, they like to call people from all cultures in the... Um, Latin community, uh, Mexican, like they're all from Mexico, you know. Um, so that's those kind of issues my wife has dealt with in the past, right? Going to a store, looking down upon, like she doesn't belong here. Like somebody's ready to tell her, go back to your country. You know, it's upsetting. You know, it is upsetting. You know, it doesn't matter if we live in a diverse country, people are always going to act that way. You know, so we have to try to combat that in certain ways. Like just ignore it. Yeah, that's part of the problem, but that's a coping mechanism. Sometimes we just have to ignore the hate and just get away from it, you know. Um, many times, you know, it's it's not easy just to fight back, you know. So these are all, again, big topic issues that happen today in our world, you know. Um, so on a more happier note, you know, um, next, this week, you know, starting of June, Already, halfway, almost halfway halfway through the year, you know? And this year's just flooding by, flying by, I should say. 2020 is, let's just do a redo of 2020, right? <laughs> because of COVID-19, you know, can anybody count this year as a good year? No, no. There's some hope at the end of the tunnel, which comes in November, when we vote, right, and see what kind of, situation we're going to be in again are we going to be with the same president for the next four years are we going to get somebody new are we going to get a new administration are we going to get change for the positive what's going to happen right many people are hoping that that we continue to keep the same president because he's such he's done such a fantastic job in our country right oh my goodness he's done such a great job you know and and then You have people out there who say, you know what? I'm not going to vote because my candidate is no longer um, available to vote anymore. I can't vote for him or her, you know? So I'm not going to vote for Biden, you know? That's the whole attitude, right? See, people expect change. And although, you know, yes, don't get me wrong. No candidate is perfect. You know, no candidate is perfect. You know? But what's better than is there there has to be something better than this right again there has to be you know in future broadcasts i'm going to talk a little bit about my christian faith because i am a christian i am a believer um something that's very dear to my heart um but you know i don't want to make this podcast about My Christian faith, which I probably could, you know, I could talk every day about it. And there's podcasts about that. There's podcasts devoted to Christianity, to worship, to praising God. And those are all things that I do. Okay. But I want this to be a little bit different for myself right now. And for those who are listening, right, you're all important audience of who I want to try to reach out there and get to know me get to know my thoughts a little bit so this week is hard you know I started this job in January of um, this year I was out of work since November laid off it was pretty unexpected and you know this job is completely new this job I've been there since January completely new things it's been a little nerve-wracking because it takes a lot of time to learn this job. It's, it's like in the real estate industry, so it's a lot of things to learn. It's not something I can just pick up tomorrow. Um, but I do struggle from time to time, you know? And I do always have this fear now, since of what happened in November, of losing my job. That is my fear. I, I don't want to live in fear. I don't want to live like that. But I don't know what else to do right now you know i don't i'm an intelligent man but i'm also you know getting older there's ageism exists today i'm not i'm not somebody in a position where i cannot worry about my age i'm not a celebrity i'm not a millionaire you know i'm not making lots of money every single day you know i'm making an average income so i have to get through life in a way, until the time comes to retirement, which is a pretty long way off, to be honest. I mean, it's a long way. So I need to try to make it the best I can. You know, I don't know what the next 10 years are going to look like. 20 years, 30 years. Who knows? Who Do we ever know, right? We've. Who, how do I even know if I'm going to be living in 10 years? You know, something can horrifically take my life. You never know. I don't like to think about those things. But, you know, we never know. We see people die every day at... Tragically young ages right For you know Things like health related reasons You know But going into my job You know I I do have this stress because I'm working at home right now And it's been hard I've been working since March Since this whole pandemic took us over You know I love being with family I love them dearly But I like also being in an office environment. And I do miss it. I do miss that separation, so to speak, you know, um, of being in that environment, having that collaboration. It's important to me. Some of you may feel this way. Some of you may be working at home right now and you've been working for years and you're perfectly happy with it. I work in our two-bedroom apartment. I work in our living room. So it's all the action right there. It's not exactly like I have another room to go into and shut the door. I have family right there, you know. I also have my mother-in-law staying with us, which is she's from El Salvador. And it's she's been here since March right before the pandemic took place. So it was one of those situations where we don't visit there very often. So it's either her, she come here, or we go there. So I can only imagine, you know, right now, she's been with us. She was supposed to go back in May, but because of the whole pandemic, they stopped flights. So we don't know yet what's gonna happen. So I'm just trying to hold on to things. Just trying to keep everything together. Try not to lose my mind. Try to have some peace. Going walking. Try to exercise watch movies, relax, learn, do everything I can about so you can do. Write my book, edit my book, you know. So I'm doing the best I can, you know. You know, it's not easy because especially at work, there's people I still don't know. There's people I still don't fully trust. I know it's easy to say, well, just do your job and learn the best. But you know what? Some people are generally out to get you. And that's my belief. I've seen it happen time and time again previous jobs. There will always be somebody who's out to try to get you and wants to see you fail and wants to see you get removed, you know. And I want to prevent that, you know, the best way I can. So hopefully everyone's doing out, doing okay out there, you know. Hopefully everyone is going to have a great week. I'm looking forward to um, speaking more this week, having more some more podcasts. You know, hopefully you guys will all listen, tune in, get to know me a little bit better, even f- provide me some feedback. You know, it'll be great to hear about that, to hear you. You know, that's what I'm hoping for, you know. You know, so I appreciate... All of you who are out there today. Thank you. You know, so let's give a round of applause to another episode. And let's fade out into one of the songs I like to, to go into is called Back in Time. And one of the films that I love is the Back to the Future. So I love that film. And I know everybody, out, many, do, many others out there do love it. So this is back in time. And so I think it's important to know that, you know, hey, could we go back in time? What would we do? What would we change? Think about it. I know there are things I would change. Things that you'll know about me soon enough that you'll see why I would want to change them. But wishing everyone just a a great Monday. Hopefully no one has a case for Monday. Those who are working, those who are not working and looking for jobs, keep your chin up. Your day will come. I know it's going to be hard, but you're going to get there. And just have peace. Know that we're going to get through these times. And be encouraged to keep pushing yourself for the better. All right? So thank you everyone and uh, have a great night and look forward to speaking with everybody. Thank you and talk to you real soon.